0: you are listening to the park flyer podcast where we discuss our rc adventures
1: welcome to the park flyer podcast where we discuss the ups and downs of the new rc flyer join your hosts michael and jay as they take flight at the park now on with the show
0: hey everybody welcome to the park fire podcast i'm michael from arizona temporarily in dallas texas along with my good friends jay from the hills of texas
2: and a.k. mike in texas and uh enjoying every bit of this wonderful october weather except for the tornado
0: (laughs) yeah i I have to say i'm I'm on the uh, you know i'm kind of on the south central side just south of the airport in training and uh my wife actually called me and asked she said hey uh are you okay? And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She so goes, uh, "Well, there was a tornado in Dallas." I'm like, "I was walking around, actually, on the phone with Jay, talking about how what a great day it was." So, it actually went like a mile from your house.
2: Yeah, I I, I called my dad and said, you know, he he was like, "Are you okay?" And I called him. I said, "Yeah, it missed me by a mile, literally, a mile."
0: That's amazing. So.
2: It was crazy. I mean, it's just destroyed a bunch of stuff. Luckily, nobody died. I was like, "Wow!" Or got hurt. Like, I don't think there were. Maybe no, there were there some was, injuries, there, was but no, there were no was serious like, injuries. Yeah, yeah, it was just crazy uh, yeah. coming through there. That is oh, anyway, amazing. Yeah. That was my first tornado. So, your very for first me. one. <laughs> my
3: first tornado ever. Well, it's kind of wow. funny we talk about disasters because in Alaska. We not only well we don't have tornadoes in Alaska for, for one thing but no. you know we have uh you know uh, earthquakes tsunamis yeah. um yeah. let's see what else uh, have I kind of been up through uh, up there oh we had volcanoes uh, remember uh-huh. that they that's right volcanoes that were dumping ash in, on anchorage uh mm-hmm. what else have we had um that's that's pretty much the big ones that I can remember you know caused by an earthquake maybe <laughs> we we've,
2: we've had high winds before oh, 130 yeah. mile winds oh, come yeah. through but nothing like a tornado i mean that's just Uh, the recent earthquakes, um, you know, I don't live there anymore, but I know people who still live up there and like, they're still getting hit. Like it's not over. They're still getting tremors.
0: Uh, Well, that's something that happens up that direction all the time. I mean, right. But like
2: more frequently than they've seen in a long, long time. So like after the, after the big tornado, I mean, uh, big earthquake hit recently, there was ongoing earthquakes and they're not, they weren't small ones either. They're, Still sizable. They were Not enough the the to make shocks, a lot of damage like yeah. that one, but still, you know, I, I got to imagine people just get upset because it's just unnerving. But uh, we're all safe, so that's great.
0: Yes, that is true. We are all safe. Uh, we're uh, having a good time. Actually, Mike and I got to uh, hang out for a day, and uh, unfortunately, I'm in training during the weekend, so I wasn't able to go to this event that he is uh, about to kind of bring us up to speed on. Yeah. you. They actually held the. It's a Huckfest, I think. Is what yeah, it is.
2: yeah, I think I think they call it the Northwest Huckfex, Huckfest, and I was like, "What the heck is a Huckfest?" <laughs> he went to Nebraska for <laughs> this. And it, I was talking to one of the guys, and they'll explain that a little bit. I uh, don't want to give it out, but uh, anyway, it's supposed to be a three day event, and that got squashed by weather. Friday was, you know, a, a constant drizzle. I think that you know, just there was just enough things going on that they sort of called. They don't, They did it for Saturday, and then they just called it for Sunday. So Sunday, uh, I went out and just had a good time. I mean, they were flying, and I, I got my. These guys are you know these big 100 inch wingspan planes with gassers, you know, DL 120, whatever, you know, the serious stuff out there. And I got my little planes with my little electronic electric planes out there flying around in 15 mile an hour winds, trying to trying to stay, you know. You know, stay up right and not crash. But I, I just flew my deltas and that was fine. So,
3: well, it didn't look like everything went fine, man. I mean, it looked like a you were having fun, but uh, you you kept sending back plenty of pictures, and all of a sudden I saw the the infamous tame cat,
4: and it, it yeah. looked like it had
3: definitely been tamed forever.
2: I'm very sad about that. Uh, I, I lost I lost signal. I'm not really sure why. There's I, I started looking at the plane and looking at different things and it's like, huh. It could be that. It could be that. So but just somehow it lost signal. It's a it's a spectrum and it's an older receiver, sixty sixty two hundred, I think. And uh and spectrum takes anywhere from three to six seconds to reconnect if it lose signal. Right. So if it was just a lost signal, uh, I was just not high enough. Um, and it darted right into the ground. Well, it, it, let me it, ask you a quick put, question.
3: When you, since yeah. you were flying this aircraft, and you, you know, you've moved down there, did, yeah. have you flown it? You know, before this, before the crash, have yeah. you flown it yeah. in Texas? Yeah. Oh, okay, because yeah. I didn't think you'd flown it since you left Alaska, so that's why I was thinking. Nope, um, I had This was the EDF
2: version. I had the other one, and I crashed it before I left, and then uh, I got this one from Jeff, which was the EDF version, and I love the EDF version. Right. It's awesome. It was a lot of fun to fly. Yeah, but this it just I just lost signal and it went down. And my other two planes flew like nobody's been they were all spectrum. Uh, so it's gotta be the receiver or something happened with the power system and just it just lost power. I feel your pain, brother. That was it. I feel your pain.
0: Is it one of those that has the, the kind of the ninety degree antennas? It's like a sixty one fifty or sixty one
2: hundred. No, it's a sixty something it had a satellite.
0: Hmm.
2: So so it has anyway uh i I do remember that this particular one had one of those um if you remember back a bunch of episodes ago we talked about an escape that I needed to put capacitor along with it. Well, that was this one. Ooh. so it's so it's possible it was that um right. it's also possible when I picked up the connect- uh, I found the adapter I was using because I had a different kind of a connector in there, so the adapter I was using broke in the middle like. You know, I have those uh, Deans to XT60 adapters, yeah. and it bro- it was broken in the middle. So, But I don't know if that happened at the crash, which it could have easily done, or it could have been already somewhat broken and then just finished breaking or what. So there's, there's a bunch of different possibilities here. I'm certainly going to be wary of this particular receiver, um, and I'm probably going to try to find a different escape. I might get rid of that escape altogether. Or put it on one of my smaller planes that doesn't matter as much, you know, like a, a just something else. Blue core. And uh, yeah, a blue, a blue core, exactly. And um, build some of those. So, anyway, it's kind of a bummer. But the upside is that means I have space open for one of my planes that have been sitting in the closet. And so, uh There I'll you go. That's what you got to turn that those.
3: frown upside down, my friend.
0: Yeah, that's right. I take it that it's not repairable then. Oh no. I mean oh. did you see, you didn't see the picture? No. no. You have seen the of picture, tip, yet. Both of you, I think. <laughs> no. He
2: was he was in training today. Definitely parts.
0: I I didn't see it yet. I'll oh, yeah. have to pick it up.
2: It it's a, it's a good plane. I don't know if I'd buy it again or buy it, but I I liked it. Uh, it was a plane that I would have kept around and fly uh, you know fly pretty regularly. I almost always took it with me to the flight flying field and I flew it at least once or twice. Uh I I think I just like the EDFness of it um and the way it flew because of that. Uh, you know that that plane even with the EDF would fly for six or seven minutes. It was wow. Yeah, it was really awesome. So it didn't need all all the power.
3: So speaking of EDFs, Mike, you uh, also maidened another EDF this uh, weekend, right?
0: That's right. Uh, not
2: th- not this weekend. Uh, last weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, I did that. I maidened it, and I had <laughs> three flight issues. But nothing that broke it into pieces.
3: Well, well, back up so our listeners can know what the heck
0: we're talking about. So, uh, we've talked about before. It's your jet. Your
2: yeah, turbojet. Yeah, it's a turbojet. It's a twin turbojet.
0: Yeah, and and this is the one that we've talked about that you were learning to paint. You did a yep. really good job. I thought it looked really, really great.
2: And it still looks really great. Uh, okay. There's some there's some uh, uh, what do you no, like scratches. Yeah, scratches uh, on it. Um, <laughs> That'll buff out. But but other than that, it's, fly, it's flying great. But the first thing that happened is the canopy came off because the magnet doesn't work very well. And it says so on, on RC groups and whatever. That wasn't a big deal of itself, and I was flying around really well. But then that plane took a hit, and it basically rotated. And because there's no more canopy, the battery jumped out. <laughs> it was hanging out? So, the, it jumped out all the way. I lost it.
0: You like, lost the battery? It, yeah, the battery. The battery <laughs> fell out of the airplane. Fell out of
2: the airplane, yeah. But, uh, but it, I had caught it, and it was hanging out for a little bit. And then so I was flying it, and I was getting it close to the ground, and then and it fell out the rest of the way. But it just sort of floated to the ground and landed. Like, I think I, it broke off one of the wheels because i was still flying uh, wheels out.
0: Huh.
2: So it just survived. What? I mean, just. Huh. Yeah, I I was totally amazed. So then um, I spent a few minutes putting some Velcro in here for the battery. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. So
3: you had a twenty-two hundred, three three cell, right? Or was it bigger? Okay. And canopy came off, no big deal, flying around. Yep. And then the battery said, hey, that looked like fun. Let me follow the canopy. (laughs) Jumped out, (laughs) but got hung up on his harness because it couldn't get all the way out. And then it, you got close to the ground, and then the, then the battery said, well, look, I'm, I'm halfway to the ground. I might as well just jump out the rest of the way. And it, and it disconnected I, I, from the plane. I mean, I, mean
2: I, I think that's pretty close. And then the, the plane battery, wafted I mean, the, to the ground. The canopy, the canopy came out, and then it was flying, and then it, the radio it took a hit. And so I lost signal for like – it was like a very short time. This have free sky, so it was a very short hit. Because of that, the ro- rotating had, the plane had rotated so that the battery came out. But the battery's just sort of hanging there. So I'm like, oh crap, the battery's hanging there. I gotta land this thing. So I'm trying to bring it toward the ground and then bloop battery comes off all the way. And then it just basically it basically just floats straight to the ground. So you because, had
3: no you had no power, no control, no nothing.
2: Wait, wait, but the thing is is that it's tail heavy. So it was already kind of nosing down and it just basically rocked itself like a leaf in a way. To the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know what else to explain it. Was anybody else out there there watching? And the wing was still on, and the gear was still on, except for one, and the battery was sitting over off to the side, and, you know, was okay. Did anybody else at the field see this? What's that? Uh, Yeah, somebody else did. It was like, oh, it looks like you lost your canopy. He's like, yeah, I did. But it was like, so So then I put it back together and, you know, put Velcro in the. For the battery, that that I felt that was smarter, uh, smart play on my part. <laughs> was and, well, uh, I guess the I painters tape to what didn't to the hold canopy. it. Huh? So now <laughs> I didn't hear that, Jay. I said the painters tape didn't hold it. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess not.
2: <laughs> well, well, the funny thing is, somebody goes, "Hey, do you want some cell phone tape for that?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't. No, nah, I don't want to do it that way because if I do, it'll pull the tape of the paint off." And so I'm gonna do it somewhere else. So I ended up putting Velcro on the canopy, and actually it works really great now. Uh, The canopy won't come off. So my second flight, maybe, second or third flight, Uh, second flight, I flew it around, and I came down, and I landed it halfway on the grass, halfway on the runway. (laughs) And so I lost the wheel again, and so I just put some more glue on it, put it back together, and then flew it again, and I think I hit hard the third time and lost the wheel again, but it was, yeah, yeah, the third one, I just crashed it, crashed it. down and broke the wheel and uh so it didn't work anymore uh, uh, i think i stripped some, oh i stripped the wires that's what happened i broke it off and it stripped the wires so it didn't operate anymore but i had another one i had another one at wow. home and it's working right now i could put it back in the air
3: right you got like like five of them when i remember when we were working on them yeah. in the house we fixed like yeah five i did i did i day.
2: did so i still I had, had one in the there. box and the other challenge was you know i i there's no way i could fly this in the winds we had today it probably fly okay, but I would have been nervous doing it. Why? What? Well, 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 thank goodness that you weren't nervous. Well, because it's, the so, last it's stuff. such a light plane um, that the and the winds were gusting. I mean, it, it was. Wow. It's just not a delta, and it it would have been pushed around, and it would have been a real struggle. It's a three minute plane, so you go around once the circuit, put your wheels in, go around again, put your wheels out, go around again, put it down. I mean, that's pretty much how it rolls.
0: Uh, yeah, well, welcome to my world. Yeah, Cause, no question. Because that's you know basically yeah. Jay makes fun of me all the time about oh you only flew one minute yeah well that's why
2: yeah no I I understand but it was still it's still fun I mean I still like it. I, I I really enjoy the um like the plane flies completely different with the wheels up as it should uh and it kind of leans forward a little bit I guess the the wheels tend to make it draggy and um, pull the CG back. And then you put the wheels up, and all of a sudden it's nose down, solid, going fast, you know, faster. Anyway, I just feel like it's so fast, like everything's happening. So, I go, oh god, I got to put the wheels in. Oh god, it's going faster. It's flying different now. Oh god, I, you know, and you don't really have any time to sort of get used to how it feels because by then you're out of battery.
3: It was like you're 16 years old learning how to drive again.
2: You know how fast you were going, huh? I think so. I mean, I really feel like it. But, but at the same time, uh, I enjoyed flying it, um, and it looked good in the air with the colors and stuff. And um, I got a couple comments on it. It's like, oh, that looks nice.
0: And so, Excellent. that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's yes. fantastic. Yeah, it's cool. We're excited to hear that. Well, we're, uh, we're kind of excited to hear about uh, this HuckFest. But before we jump into that, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Ernie and Bryant Mack from the uh, club that I'm in. Because uh, they went to the, two, the 2019 Tucson uh, shootout which is kind of the tournament tournament of champions and uh, Ernie Mack. uh, I mean, yeah, Ernie, the he's Bryant's dad. Uh, They went down there and Bryant competed and actually took first place. So I'd like to congratulate those guys because uh, Bryant did a really good job. And first place, Uh, I know that they were struggling really hard. Uh, He had crashed an airplane uh, out the desert and was getting ready for this and had to rebuild one and then take it to tucson and they wound up you know putting it back together and uh and getting um you know a trophy out of it so congratulations guys i know that uh, they're proud of it and i just heard that uh, they actually went out and flew a a, some turbine jets and uh, i think ernie caught the bug so we'll have to see when i get home if uh (laughs) if that's actually the case
2: okay i have a question you you said he had to rebuild it. Did they actually made it in Tucson?
0: Um, that's a good question. I, I don't I don't think they made it in Tucson because when I talked to Ernie, uh, and actually they may have been going somewhere else uh, rather than to Tucson shootout. But uh, I know that he kind of spun one in, and it uh, it didn't like damage the it, the wings or tail or anything. It just crushed the fuselage, so they wound up actually lucking out and getting a whole fuselage. And then they used all the other stuff that came off the other airplanes. So um, I'll have to talk to him more about it kind of get, you know, more details on it. But uh, I do know that they did really well. I saw photos. I was unable to attend the Tucson shootout because uh, I'm you know, obviously here in training from all the things that I was getting, uh, you know, across my uh, Facebook page and emails and that kind of thing. He did really well. So anyway, shout out to those two guys. And uh, thanks for uh, representing the Sun Valley Flyers Club. I mean, we're pretty excited about them. Congratulations.
2: Well, cool. That sounds great.
0: So with that, um, you were able to, to get out there and, and talk to a couple people. And uh, to, how, how did this Huckfest come about? Is it something that you knew was coming down or that you just kind of heard about?
2: Well, it's uh, my club put it on. Um, okay. and it's something that they, I guess they had been looking to do. It's something that I, I don't think there uh, there is much that goes on like that here in Texas. You know, I, there's Flight Fest. I've been to that. Um, I, I, you know, I've only here, been here about a year or so, so there might be some things I don't I'm not aware of, and I'm certainly be happy if our listeners told us about different stuff that we haven't been to yet. But there just isn't, uh, from from I can tell, a lot of big events here. I'm sure there are some. Don't get me wrong, um, but I just haven't heard about them.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if there's too many big, large three-day type events in this south-central Texas region area. Um, So this may have been kind of one of the first ones that they're putting on. Uh, From what I understand, your club is trying to get more events like this, and there's some groups that are, you know, kind of putting stuff together. But it sounds like, um, you know, the initial three-day event was supposed to be something that, you know, would draw a big crowd. Uh, were there a lot of people there for the one day? Because I know you and I spent Friday together, and it was terrible. It was raining everywhere and cold, and we wound up just hanging out and going to dinner. But uh, that was supposed to be that day, right? The Hug Fest was supposed to start that day.
2: Yeah, I think that um, uh, the weather scared people away. Did it? Uh, yeah, because you know if you're going to drive any distance, you're not going to chance it on the idea that someone says, "Yeah, it'll be fine." Right. <laughs> True. Hey, yeah. You're, you're going to look at that. and You're going to go, yeah, you know what? I don't want to do it. Right. And, and so you're going to go, you know, there was a, there was a family that came out from Oklahoma city mm-hmm. and I talked to him. I asked people around like, who's, who should I talk to? Uh-huh. And they pointed me to the pe- different people. And that's basically who I interviewed wow. is, is the folks that they talked about. So in terms of the number of people, it certainly wasn't like the electric festival, Uh, It is the first one we've ever had here. It went really well. Like for when they were there, it was awesome. Really? Yeah. There was a dude with a helicopter there. I was like, "Hey, you can't do that." Oh yeah, I guess that he's three D in that thing, so I guess that makes sense. It just went really well, and they had great prizes too. You know, folks who changed their mind about that, I think, you know, while they wouldn't have gotten three, they would have only gotten two days of flying. I think they missed something. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Gotcha. Well, I know that normally if they hold a Huckfest, which is the kind of the term for the 3D-style type airplanes, uh, that I know that they've held some uh, out on the East Coast and some up in the Northwest. And speaking of Northwest, I, um, I've i been following uh, Tim Hanstein from Morton Northwest RC, and, man, this boy is traveling. I, I have no, not seen anybody travel as much as that guy has because he was uh you know out in indiana and then california and then he was in tucson and then he went back home and then that was just you know a week or so ago and now i heard that he was down here in texas at your event
2: oh so
3: you got to see him again that's
2: awesome yeah i actually interviewed him and so this is what we talked about oh well let's let's give a listen All right, this is uh, Mike Borsley with the Park Flight Podcast, and I am sitting here at the 3D Huckfest that the RRCC uh, group is putting on, and uh, I'm sitting here talking with Tim... Hanstein. Hanstein. That's right. I, I, I yeah. don't want to mess that up. <laughs> That's that. all right. Yeah. And you bet. Uh, uh, we've, we've uh, talked before. Well, yeah. I, I've talked with Mike and you before, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the Electric Festival. So it's really good to see you in a different environment. Yep. Uh, watching you fly different planes. You were flying a gasser. I was like, surprised. Yeah, I know, right?
1: right? I make noise. Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. And yep. uh, uh, and some good flying at that. Oh, that uh, I, I see right now there's a helicopter. I didn't even think that people would be flying those here. But I guess that can be 3D, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: this is a new event. So this is the North Texas Huckfest, you know, at this field. You know, they've got some other, a couple big events here in Texas. But, you know, they're trying to get them closer to this area you know uh-huh. i mean texas is a big state sure I, mean, yeah, I don't have to tell you there <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. takes a long time to get anywhere sometimes you That's know right. so this is the first time here i'm actually pretty thrilled to see the turnout that they do have considering you know they had the weather look nasty yeah
2: th- thursday night when they announced it um they said yeah we're on for the weekend and then thursday night Downpour, yeah, and I was like oh, yeah. oh, that's brutal.
1: Biblical rain, yeah. Biblical. yeah it was already, <laughs> it bad. was.
2: Yeah. And then uh, Friday we had a lot, a bit of a drizzle, mm-hmm. I guess, a pretty consistent drizzle throughout the day. Yeah,
1: they, they brought that up for me. You know, they they tried to make it just <laughs> like Seattle. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah. feeling at home and uh, having some fun. Yeah.
1: Yep. Absolutely. No, it's it's great. It's first time out here, you know, and it's uh, I haven't flown in Texas before, and you know, it, my buddy Kyle flew. This me your out first here. time in Texas? Well, I was born here. What? Which is crazy, so I was actually born in Texas, I was a military brat okay. um, but I was born here and at two months old, you know we were deployed over to you know the Philippines and i'd never been back to Texas you know I've had layovers you know at you know airport and you know gone around tornadoes and stuff like that mm-hmm. on my cross country flights, but um, yeah, first time actually you know boots on the ground. Flying in Texas so, Wow yeah. Well I'm glad
2: to be here with you Yeah That's great Yeah, yeah. You know and As you know this is my new home i come from Alaska Okay And uh, well,
1: transplanted to Dallas here So Wow We're polar opposites right <laughs> Yeah they, they truly are And yeah. I'm really happy for it too Yeah I love the weather here Yeah So uh, So did you bring anything new with you or So actually no I just I just flew out You know So you know The club here they're, They've been really supportive of the business You know We we just anniversary four years Of you know Having our shop Which is right. great And you know We've grown and grown and, you know, we're still doing our best to get out there in front of customers. And, you know, Extreme Flight's a big name for us. Skywing's a, a, another brand that we brought in. And, yep. you know, we've got some represent—you know representation both out here. And, um, you know, they, they set me up with a couple planes to, you know, fly for the weekend, which is awesome. Oh, so they cool. They're the newest, latest, greatest. You know, a couple of the planes we're flying are, you know. Uh, we just had the Tucson shootout two weekends ago, okay. right? And if you w- look at that, I think there were seven of this extra 300 in the invitational, um, in the I- invitational portion of the freestyle. So I'm flying that out there. Um, you know, Rhett Lambert, he's another great pilot. He flies for AJ Aircraft. He's here. Jonathan Jennings, you know, came out of the woodwork to, you know, fly his slick 580. So, you know, we've got a good group of, you know, top-tier guys. And, of course, all the locals, too, the, yeah. you know that's why i'm here you know we're looking for those names and faces that are you know up and coming and who's out there because you know you hear mixed things about the hobby and the industry it's becoming stagnant or maybe there's less interest but i think they're just they're not looking at all the right places yeah. so, you know, well i
2: don't really hear that because when they start talking like that i go la 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 yeah exactly. That's how I handle it. exactly maybe it's not very
1: mature but that's yeah. how i handle yeah, it yeah right right
2: uh, so well that's cool so um so what do you feel like this is flying in Texas any different for you? Like, like you know, how does that? Um, it's pretty much the same. I mean, I, yeah, I, it's
1: it's it's about the same, you know? I mean, there's the different parts of the country have different flying styles, you know, but with, oh. with what we're doing with the giant scale aircraft, everything has gotten faster, you know. The classic 3D low and slow uh, it's still an art, and there's still some people that do it well, but everybody is doing XA. Uh-huh. You know, XA is extreme aerobatics, is uh-huh. what they're calling okay. it. And, you know, Rhett's a master at that. Jonathan, the same thing. I do my my... my well, someone pointed out, I, I posted on social media, I'm here. and They said, hey, man, those other two guys are here. Do you know you're older than both those two guys combined? <laughs> but, you, but you're right there with them. So I, I felt okay about that. I'm probably
2: old, old as all three of you put yeah, together. Yeah, right. So don't worry about
1: that. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's good. And we're having a great time. And it's, you know, the contrast between this and the electric festival. You know, you go to the electric festival. Yeah. They're not quite as aggressive, you know? Yeah, this definitely
2: has a different feel from that. Yeah, it's a very specific Like, the music
1: that they had was
2: more, like, (laughs) tended to be more heavy metal. Yeah. You know, he had some, uh, he's an interesting, eclectic set of uh, songs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I think some of the pilots actually ask them to play certain music while they're flying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I imagine that's helpful yeah. in getting the rhythm in. That and was what. part of... Yeah,
1: Rhett, Rhett has a demonstration. He did his performance or his routine that he did for freestyle. Uh, his dad even came up. He's like, I bet you heard this before. I'm like, yeah, five times because they do five rounds of freestyle <laughs> out there in Tucson. and yeah, yeah, that's but it's, cool. Yeah, it's, it, it's great. It's it's definitely a different environment. You know, the huck fest is, you know, what these are kind of labeled as. What does that um, mean, huck fest? Well, going around doing the 3D stuff we're doing, we're hucking these giant airplanes around. Oh, you know, okay. we're, we're defying it. gravity. Okay. We're, we're, you know, it doesn't make sense to take, you know, a $5,000 aircraft and, you know, repeatedly throw it at the ground. You know.
2: <laughs> well, and speaking of that, I saw one move that you did, and I was sitting there with Mike Smith and we were looking at, watching it, and and you did this thing where you you basically pointed at the ground and increased speed, and then uh, flopped the tail over. And I imagine you had to increase the speed to flop the tail over properly, but we both looked at each other like, Whoa. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty neat trick. I I, I had never seen yeah. that before, so that was kind of well,
1: cool. And a lot of what we're doing is managing energy, too. You know, sure. Traditional, you know, you talk about the iMac, they're precision, they're smooth, they're consistent. You know, even pattern that the same way with XA, you know, throttles another flying surface on like yeah, this. You right. know, with how much throttle, it, it, it definitely changes how the planes react sure. in the air. Sure, sure. So.
2: I, 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 I call it blues flying.
1: Yeah. yeah. You sort of just do what you, yeah, you exactly. do. Yeah, right? exactly. You go on a tangent yeah. you'll let the rhythm just roll uh, right. and you're off on yeah. your, your own things. That's, so,
2: yeah. that's how I look at it. Yep. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's really a, a good thing and it's really an interesting, uh, you know, this for me, this is just far afield from what I'm normally used yeah, to. Yeah, sure. And so it's very been very
1: interesting to watch and, yeah. and pay attention to. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. Well, well uh, do you have anything that you want to talk about that Northwest RC is no, doing right that's, now? You know, we're, like I said, we just hit four years. So thanks to everybody for their support. You know, we're still getting out there, we're diversifying our products we've got you know besides the brands that we import already we're actually establishing our own brand of accessories that's you know the whole point of our accessory line is you know they know us for the giant scale rc stuff well you know with our extensions you know we've got high quality you know 20 gauge silicone extensions oh, wow. we've got our own arms we've got our own tanks We and we're just ex, you know expanding that dramatically because every plane at some point needs some of that to get in the air so sure. you know more than anything we just want to let people know we're a resource and you know we take our time to do our research and make sure it's as good or better than it should be so yeah
2: well it's really good having you thanks for uh, taking yeah. the time to talk with
1: me not a problem it. thank All you right. talk to you later
0: All right, well, I have to say that Tim is, is a madman because <laughs> that boy's been everywhere. But uh, I'm glad that he was out there. Uh, the, the gas airplane, you know, it's kind of funny because we, we normally see Tim flying electrics, and this was actually gas. And you were kind yeah. of surprised at that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't know him any other way. So for me, it was, it was a surprise right. to see that he was uh, flying a gas airplane.
0: Well, and that's amazing. So I, I'm excited because I think Tim's coming out to the uh, electric festival again. So we'll get to see him again. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's been doing a lot of traveling. I think uh, if you take an opportunity to go to NorthwestRC.com, uh, you'll see that he has a complete line uh, of Northwest RC products now too. So yep. that that's pretty good. And and so, uh, you know, we, we really like Tim. We support him. He's probably one of the better guys that it uh, you know puts a lot of effort into the hobby, and I think he gets a lot out of the hobby as well. So sure, we're, we're glad. I got that a he chance to, to, to talk
2: to him privately off air, and uh, I said, "So when's the, uh, you know, next thing you're doing?" Oh, uh, yeah, I go home and turn around to come about, and and I go to another event. Right. So he's like, right. I think he's going to be home one day. Yeah. Hey, that's honey, amazing. I am alive uh see you later yeah.
0: well the good news though is that from what i've seen uh, he and i are friends on facebook and from what i've seen he's uh he's been taking his kid around too so uh i think he's got the timmy jr the anyway the little super the little super tim and uh he's i've seen him out flying some stuff too so it's good because he's got his kids involved and i i know he works incredibly hard i i just have to tell you that if you're a listener uh, please support Northwest RC because those guys do an incredible job out there. Super nice. I've ordered a lot of stuff from those guys. And uh, I know Spencer, they're his go-to guy as well. So great servos, uh, great products. Um, yeah, give them a shout. NorthwestRC.com. And, uh, Tim, we appreciate your support here at the Park Flyer Podcast. So uh, I know that you mentioned in another uh, episode that uh, at the Nats this year, one of the guys from your club, was able to uh, go up there and compete. And I think he uh, he won um, the advanced competition at the Nats.
2: Yeah, so um, I, I did interview Rhett, and uh, why, why don't we just go to it, and then yeah. we'll, you can hear that.
0: All right, well, uh, Rhett Lambert, he uh, he won the competition up there, and you were able to kind of talk to him. So uh, let's uh, head back out to the field and hear what Rhett has to say.
2: And welcome back uh, I'm sitting in the car talking with Rhett Lambert Now we've talked about you before, Rhett And you probably mm-hmm. didn't know this Because I doubt that you've, you, you've heard our podcast cause it's, Because right. uh, unfortunately I haven't done a really good job Of uh, you know talking about mm-hmm. it with the club right. But some club members know And and we're starting to, to get it out there But
4: you won recent awards Yes sir, I, I have Um uh two year- so i started flying imac 3 years ago i think this past nationals marked my third year uh-huh. uh i started in the basic class cuz it's all imac right so we have the five basic classes imac sportsman intermediate advanced and Unlimited, in okay. that order okay and then uh, i started off in basic of course one of my first contest i got in second in my first contest and that was within a year of me starting to so okay. fly so i started flying 4 years ago then started 3 years ago imac did my first contest and after that same year, I went to my first nationals uh, three months later. I got fifth and then the next year I went back and this is all I went, before nationals, I went to Camp Clover Creek and they, they, uh, we basically go there and they, they select a certain amount of kids from the US and they uh, teach us you know how to perfect our skills, right? okay so we, I went there and then I went to my first nationals, got fifth, the next year went back to Clover Creek got first and won the Schroeder Cup in the sportsman class, Wow, which is the highest ranked amount of, the highest percentage of raw points out of any kid under 18. Okay. And how old are you now? I'm 16 now. Wow. Yes, sir. So I was not, I was not the youngest. I would think I was the second to youngest kid there. And I won first sportsman and first in the Schroeder Cup. And then this this next year which is last year yeah afterwards um i went into intermediate class which is next class right up Uh but once i got to clover creek they um we have a like every single year we have swept nats or nationals Uh so where all the clover creek kids won first in every single class okay and there was nobody in the advanced class but i was in intermediate class and he said that i was flying so good from what up. I've heard, from what I've heard, I was yeah. flying that good. I don't know if I agree or not. Well, well of course. <laughs> but uh, he moved me up into advanced, and then I went that year, and then I placed first in advanced. So I won the first in the national championships in the advanced class this, this year. Um, I also went to Tucson, the Tucson Aerobatic Shootout this year. I got second in advanced and 13th. I, I think it was 13th in freestyle, and that was the first Tucson Aerobatic Shootout that I've ever been to. It's an invitational contest. Uh-huh. Um, I also went to the Clover Creek uh, TOC Invitational, uh, where it's uh, the older TOC guys fly their IMAX stuff, and then we fly freestyle. And I think, if I remember correctly, I got also thirteenth or twelfth. I can't forget the placement. It might have, yeah, it was somewhere in that area. Okay. At uh, Clover Creek, um, I think it was last year. I went to the World Championships. Got. Uh, Seventh And sportsman Wow At the world championships So yeah Wow that's pretty cool Where where were the worlds Worlds were in Muncie, Indiana Same place as Nats Or Nationals Same place as those That's cool Uh, So tell me a little bit About Clover Creek I I mean is that So Clover Creek is It's up in uh, Toon, Tennessee It's ran It was ran by uh, John Schroeder And Tina Schroeder But sadly this Last year John Schroeder passed away And he was the Guy who started everything Okay But uh Afterward, once after he passed away, David Moser, which is really his, uh, like, the kid that followed him, you know? Yeah, was, he, Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Schroeder was his mentor. After, David decided to take on his, and follow in the dreams that John wanted. Wow. You know, keep the legacy going. Well wow, that's Which cool. he is doing very well. I mean, he's outstanding, and more than I could He's taught me so much. You know.
2: so, so is this like a is this like a camp? Yeah, or so like we, a, uh, we go up
4: there for a month in yeah, June. A month, a, yes. And we we sleep up there. They provide everything. We don't have to pay for anything.
2: So I'm guessing that you got to have to have good grades because otherwise your dad would say forget it. Yeah, well yeah, they, they always
4: ask about grades. You're like how are your grades? And you're not yeah, exactly. failing and all that, right? And um, <laughs> We go up there, we bring our own planes, but they pay for everything else. They wow. they handle groceries, sleeping, showers, everything. Wow. But we go up there for a month and every single day we just go and fly and we sit in a tent, you know, and it's this year we have five kids. Uh-huh. So uh, it was Can fiz- an old man go? Uh, no. It's more meant for kids, no, no, all right, all right. <laughs> so it's, it's capped okay, out. It's I'm, I'm, like, thinking, it's, I'm thinking we need to
2: make a Clover Creek for old man, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
4: It's uh, capped out at 18, so okay. once you hit 18, you're not technically you're a Clover Creek kid okay. anymore. So you well, no, get, you'll forever be a Clover can, Creek kid. Yeah, I, no, get, I get your it. point.
2: Right. right. So, so could you be a counselor at that point?
4: Well, you can come back as a volunteer. A volunteer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, and pay your own way at that point. Yeah. You have to pay for your food you know yeah exactly make a reason well for you know you're years. 18 you probably eat a lot more yeah right yeah. So, but we're there for a month and we he just we all go through each other and we all help each other you know the, the camaraderie that we get out of that at that point we're all family we're, yeah i am part of the clover creek family we are a clover Creek. yeah no i and, get that i mean right, we're, we're so have, close the, you know. the
2: fact that you guys sweep those uh those yeah, contests is, four uh, four times yeah, yeah that's Fourth pretty year, great. yeah that's
4: pretty great yeah so we're we're all brothers you know and and we up there, we teach each other how to perfect our flying. Yeah, and that's that's really cool, right? So, um, how many planes did you crash when you first started flying? Um, I can't remember. The first year that I started flying, I at least crashed four. Four planes. The past three years, did, I've crashed. Did at your least dad five make you space.
2: pay for them, or no?
4: Oh wow! My dad's been supporting me all the way through. You know, doing more than he could even afford. You know, he's, he's a good finding. man. Yes, he's been. He's been. He's made more than. He can, you know, trying to make sure that I get what I need yeah, sure. to progress. Sure. You know? well, I can't think enough for that. Same with my mom. She's helped a lot, too. How about yeah.
2: simulator? Did you end up doing that? Oh, yeah.
4: So, um, for sim- sim-wise, I at least get three, hours, three to four hours a day. Wow. Every single day. I try to get as much time as I can. You know, of course... I tell my dad it's after homework, but I definitely do it before homework. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he won't hear this podcast, so it'll be
4: fine. And yeah, yeah. But He doesn't know. No, he knows. Like, he, he knows that <laughs> of I course don't always he do my homework.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Was there? Um, so, if there's anything that you would tell somebody looking at this hobby for the first time, whether they're you know someone who's your age or younger, or someone who's maybe even older mm-hmm. and looking at getting it, what is it? What would you say to them if you don't your... rush yourself? What, what do you mean by that? So you don't like don't get the plane that flies 100 miles an hour yes i mean that's so, many, it. I mean, that yeah, I mean, so many
4: people do that and you want to jump into the biggest plane but so many people do that and crash and they're just not learning anything yeah. you need to trust the process you know get so, on the simulator practice before you come out do you have a plane that you would recommend as a first time plane so first time plane uh you fly to pronus for sure the okay. high wing trainer or even a timber if you want to do Something that looks a little bit different but uh-huh. still flies really good. Now you're talking picture. about glow planes here, right? Now well, the are, Timbers are Electric. Well, yeah. Well, this is a small electric planes. Yeah. yeah. But if you really want to get into 3D, I would look at something from Twisted Hobbies uh-huh. or um, like a crack Yak or something from yeah. Twisted
2: Hobbies. That makes sense. Or
4: a uh, Flex Innovations QQ Extra or something okay. like that. Okay. You know, something that's durable. You can. Crashing the ground and break because you're going to do a lot of crashing oh <laughs> yeah yeah you're going to do a lot of crashing You need something that can be fixable and still fly good and Great. That's, that's where you're really going to look for the foam so once you get a lot of practice and you're able to trust yourself then you can start moving up into the balsa planes sure and uh then you can start looking at aj aircraft and stuff like that which are sure. really good planes you know? yeah
2: well there's a lot of good stuff out here today um i don't know all the different makes and models of the right. different planes but Man, some of them are really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and the sizes too. I think hundred. I heard someone say hundred. Yeah. So the 100. plane that
4: I'm flying is a hundred uh, and three inch AJ Slick 540. Uh, it's a hundred cc mode. hundred cc plane it has a DA 120 on it. Uh-huh. Uh MKS 380s throughout. I'm um, running Spectrum PowerSafe boards and Spectrum res- I mean Spectrum Radio DX18. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, pulse batteries. So yeah, it's a hundred and three inch wingspan. And usually they. They have about, they're about the equivalent length span as it is length. Okay, so, so
2: electric, glow, gas, favorite. Gas. Gas. And is that because of like, the bigger plane or because of just gas? Well, like, um, what, is, what does it draw for gas? See,
4: a close second would be electric. Most people have the gas and electric type of battle. Uh-huh. Um, I definitely like electric because they have a lot of power. They're light and they're fun. Uh-huh. But when you get to gas... You're able to fly as much as you want. As much as you got in your tank, that's as much you can fly. Yeah, a long, long like, time. Yeah, with the electric. So it's about time
2: more than anything. Yeah, you can okay. fly for
4: a lot longer. You can, I mean, it's not as clean, but I in my, my opinion, they just fly better. Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. Hey, I really appreciate you taking time to yeah, talk to me. Yeah, thank
4: you. Yes, sir.
0: Wow, that's an incredibly cool guy. Sounds like, uh, now, did you meet him before? Did you know him before?
2: Yeah, I had met him in an earlier club meeting because they're uh, club members. You know, it's amazing. Here's a, a, I guess he's about 16 or 17 years old mm-hmm. kid, and he's done a lot of competition and done really well, and yet he's still well-grounded, still really respectful. Like,
0: yeah,
2: just a great kid, all-around great yeah. kid. I mean, really.
0: Well, and it's always good to hear the younger younger guys. I, I know there's a little group of guys they their father and son teams. And, and it's always good to see that the parents and, and kids get involved in this kind of thing. And the fact that he's able to go to some of these events, um, you know, and compete and win uh, it's amazing. So yeah, we'd like to give a, a shout out to Rhett and congratulations on your hard work. And uh sounds like he had a lot of fun. So it's, Most always definitely. Fun you, it's, it's always fun when you can go out there and just kind of, you know, cut up with all the other guys. You're not really, you know, competing for some big trophy under all this uh all this pressure to actually do something and get points and that kind of thing when you can just go out and kind of show off and i was watching some of the videos that you sent uh and they were amazing i mean those that, that kid is really good on the sticks makes me look really bad no 16 17 <laughs> <laughs> i know right uh, well,
2: well from my perspective i have only up to
0: go yes that's true very, yeah right very <laughs> true very very A little true. airplane humor there yeah, that is true. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, man, we're rolling in on our hour. It's pretty crazy. Yep,
3: it's almost up, my friend. So, real quick around the table, anything? Uh, well, Mike, you did oh. all the flying, okay, uh, right. Mike. So, uh, uh, anything else that was uh, of quick interest when you were flying, or any other batteries jumping out, ejecting? No, I think I think the thing I want to, to say to the ground? Um,
2: that I noticed the most was there a lot. There was more than I expected. Groups of father son. Really. Yeah. Uh, um, nice. And in in, uh, in some future interviews that will that will record that that I have recorded, uh, John and Jonathan Jennings uh, or people. John Jennings was a a, a team flyer. He had his hmm. own team. and oh, uh, wow. They went around and flew at different events. And then Jonathan is a competitor as well. Um, so. There there. Are, I think, at least three sets or four sets of father, son, or uh, folks out there. So that wow, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, and the other thing I got out of it was, if you want to be a good 3D flyer, you really uh, need to do some iMac flying.
0: I can agree with that.
2: So other than that, that, I mean, those are the two, I would say, main things that I took away from all of this, other than... There's the awesomeness of it, of it, the way they right. fly. You know, these guys are doing what's called XA flying, extreme um, aerobatics flying, and uh, I call it the blues of 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 flying because it's not really a patterned approach. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a specific pattern they do. Maybe each of them has their own pattern, but uh, it's pretty much how they feel like what to do, or they're in a position so that it's like because they're in that position, they'll do a different uh, uh, this move. If they were in a different position, they would do it a different move. And it's just so sort of, it's like it's like listening to blues, you know, you don't know where it's going to go. You just got they're following some rhythm and maybe it's music that they're listening to or just the way that the wind's blowing or whatever. So I just for it's kind of like blues.
0: Well, I, I will tell you, Mike, that it sounds and looks like that. But that is not truly the case <laughs> because I've been out at the field watching. It's called a, a, a freestyle event. Right. And it's usually set to music. Uh, but I will tell you that I have seen uh, Bryant Mack out there doing his his freestyle routine, and that's exactly what it is. It's a routine. So they practice and practice and practice that uh, because they do do those at the iMac events, and they do them at the Tucson Shootout and some of the other stuff. So they're able to. Right. But, but I know what you're saying. In their head, they have to create a routine uh, that, you know, that kind of blends into that music and, and tries to, you know, depending on which it, way the wind's
2: doing. I, I, I'm just saying it's their rhythm. It's correct. their mindset. That and maybe it's not different every time. And that makes sense, right? Because that's mm-hmm. not easy what they're doing. And you can't Ooh. just go changing it up. But these guys are really good. Like I saw mistakes be made. And uh, because, you know, he's a little bit more nose down than he should be. But then watching him correct it like it was not nothing, like it was right. part of the routine. But, yeah. you know, you could tell because maybe, maybe like um, – somebody who knew him go oh that was a mistake like out loud
0: right because that's the i can tell too like if i watch brian fly enough times i can tell and you can tell in their body language when they make a mistake which is totally hilarious because i can see brian get mad he doesn't like it's not an outward like you know angry type stuff but i can see his the tenseness in his shoulders or i can see his face scrunch up like "Mm, i know i made a mistake and it's kind of funny to watch but uh, yeah, those guys are amazing flyers. It sounds like uh we still have some more interviews to talk about when we come back. Unfortunately, our time's up this this week. Uh but I'm I'm excited to hear the rest of these interviews and and yeah. and hear, you know, how they liked it and I'm excited that your club uh you know didn't get the whole 3 days, but I'm excited that they at least got uh you know a big turnout for the one day. And... It, it
2: was a great effort. I think I think it was a uh, even though it wasn't a lot of people, it was a good turnout. Like right uh so so it was just, it was good it was it was a good thing and i think you know if you if you thought you were going to go this year you really should go next year because um like i said i think you have a good time it's it's just awesome watching people fly i know people right. were learning things there it's it's just it was just fun
0: Good. Well, the good news is this is my last day in uh, in Dallas, at least for a couple of days. I do get to go home uh, this evening. So uh, by Tuesday night, I'll be or actually tomorrow. Actually, uh, I get to go home on Wednesday. So um, I should be home tomorrow. And, you know, maybe I can get out there. I got a couple of days off. So maybe I'll go out if the weather's nice because it's getting nice in Phoenix. I've actually seen a couple of uh, uh, videos from Spencer and Barry. They were out at the one eight Air Force this last weekend, the same weekend, I guess, this week, this past weekend. And uh, so that's kind of a I missed that event, and I was able to go last year. So I guess uh, congratulations to Barry. He won uh, three different awards for his F eighteen jet, um, and um, so I give a shout out, oh shout boy. out to him as well. But
4: well,
2: well, what did he win the Strainer Award? Or what kind of awards did he win? Uh, well,
4: um, you know what? You he know. <laughs> uh, he he won. Maybe
2: you can interview him and ask him.
0: <laughs> yes, I could. I could probably talk to him when I get home. But uh, yeah. I think you know he actually uh, sent me a note and uh, and told me um, that he had won um, you know a couple of awards and it looks like uh you know he got uh, one for the best jet and I think he got one uh, third place for the best military flight and I think he got another uh, third place for the people's choice so he got some wow. really nice awards and that's uh, great. They actually look really cool the I like the best jet it's got a little metal f-14 on a plaque it's it's really kind of cool looking that's so, cool but, uh, yeah but he was I mean, pretty I, happy.
2: i i guess i the reason why I, I said the strainer reward because i i just the the one memory i have that just sticks in my mind is <laughs> the electric festival and he put it through that cactus or whatever it was yeah, that bush yeah, i mean that push. was just that was terrible i mean he was so uh so distraught by it. i mean because it was like a surprise yeah it was you a know, surprise was, well this was yeah, his big comp- turbine
0: jet so uh, un- unfortunately for him he didn't he didn't have to, you know. I hope. I'm, I mean, I'm glad he didn't strain that one because that would have been uh, pretty devastating. But yeah, congratulations, Barry. You uh, did pretty well on the uh, third places in the best jet. So, I, I mean, that's a national thing, right? It. No, it's uh, it's just the. Well, you know, I don't know if it, I don't think it's a national thing. It's a a local one eight Air Force West Coast uh-huh. thing. There's some guys mm-hmm. from you know, kind of all over, but uh, okay. But it's just everything that's in the one eight. You have to have a one eight scale or bigger. So it's at least a one eight scale, and uh, when I went last year, there was a lot of really cool stuff. So I'm kind of sad I missed it. But uh, good news is, um, like I said, tomorrow's uh, for me, uh, I'll be done here for the most part, and, uh, and I'll have a little bit of time off. So, well, back to the grind. <laughs> what What about you, Jay? I mean, well, uh, yeah. You, you, what have you been
2: doing?
3: Ah. Uh... Well, I've, um, really have RC wise. I really haven't been doing that much other than my 3d printing. Um, I actually completed my little project I've been talking about, uh, with my, uh, gas stuff. And, uh, which was, I just kind of built a, uh, a holder for my, uh, gas hand pump, um, which attaches to the actual gas can. And like I said, I spent like a day or two learning how to do the software, a day or two trying to figure out the curves of the can, and it's really stupid because I mean, what took me a long time, and it wasn't until I was talking to uh, Az Mike, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm having a hard time figuring out the radius of these cans, or what you know, what the radius is on the can, this, that, and the other thing." And he's like, "Well, you know, don't they have a tool for that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to spend you know thirty, fifty bucks for this tool," and that just made me think, "Oh, go to Thingiverse and look up there, and they probably have radiuses on the, you know." a little tool you can print out in your 3d printer and sure yeah, go the figure in. right so i so i ended up printing out the little tool i figured out what the radius was and i was able to make the curved part that i needed and yeah. it turned out rather well oh and that uh, luckily a, a friend of mine sent me uh some specialized plastic glue to uh glue the thing together so i, I tried to glue it together with a uh, ca glue work. and it promptly i was able to pull it apart and, and it didn't work as well uh this other glue uh, reminds me a lot of alcohol. It's like, has the same consistency, it's the same color, um, and that kind of threw me off because I kept thinking it was going to be blue
2: for some it, reason. It, does you know, it, like, is uh, it behave the same when you drink PVC it too? Is no, alcohol? No. No, no, don't drink this. <laughs> hey, your lips will be glued um, together. <laughs> this glue,
3: well, this glue is really weird because my buddy's like, hey, you know, uh, don't don't use too much of it. And I go, oh, you know, kind of like thin CA. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I know. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand this stuff. You got to be quick and you got to, you know, it, it tends to go everywhere, but it evaporates like nobody's business. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm thinking like alcohol will evaporate. No, this stuff quite literally, if you put a drop on your hand or you're on the table, by the time it hits the table, it's like gone. Wow. So you can't like, you just can't pour it out. It comes in like, like, one, it, like a can that looks like pvc glue but but it's totally sealed with metal and i was like that's weird i've never seen a can like that i'm like how do i open this like with a bottle opener you know like a metal bottle can can opener um but no you take a little nail and you poke a little hole through it and then you take a syringe you stick it in there you suck out what you need you dabble it there and you quickly put your pieces together and then it it melts the two pieces together chemically so it's it's kind of cool that we'll
0: have to uh we'll have to hear more about it
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm gaining some experience, but that's been about it for me. Uh, Now that it's cool, actually gone under 90 degrees, I'm thinking about heading out to the field and bushwhacking the field and getting a cut and getting with Jim and getting up the flying again since I have a plane that's almost ready to fly.
0: We're uh, we're ready to hear about it, so. Well, that's it for this week. I guess... uh, guess we'll hear about more about the Huckfest uh, on our next ep- next episode. If you uh, want to hear about anything or have any questions for us, you can uh, contact us on our Facebook listeners group. Uh, it's the Park Flyer Podcast listeners group uh, on Facebook. And, uh, or send us an email at uh, parkfirepodcast at gmail.com. So looking forward to uh, more interviews here at our next episode. But for now, I'm Michael from uh, Arizona, temporarily in Texas. Jay from the
2: hills of Texas. And AKM in Texas.
0: All righty. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly.
2: You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for
1: joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.